Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham, and this is a place for us to talk about what we're doing every day to raise our vibration and understand ourselves more deeply as energetic beings and co-creators. If you're new here, I'm Helen. I'm a confidence and business mentor for women, and my whole purpose is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body, and spirit, and above all, holding space for our humanity as we explore the depths of what it means to be human. All right, let's get right into it. Today I'm giving you the replay, the audio recording of the masterclass that I taught on Monday. I had so much fun putting this together and it's really not just for those of you who want to enter entrepreneurship or start your own business. It's for any of us who have ever struggled with feeling like an imposter, um, especially in our careers or at work, but also in life in general, in social circles. We really talk about getting to the root of what imposter syndrome stems from and then of course we also talk about entrepreneurship and the pillars of that but again I think so much of this is going to relate to your life no matter what you're doing so don't shy away from it if you feel like oh I'm not an entrepreneur you know I think this has a lot for you as well so I'm sending you so much love today and always thank you for tuning in Um, as you listen ping me on Instagram let me know what your takeaways are and I highly suggest that you get out your journal and you know, do the prompts that I give you along the way. It's going to really create some momentum for you. So love you. Talk to you on the flip side. Okay, everybody. Welcome to our masterclass. I'm so excited that you're here. And as we begin, let's do what we always do. Let's take a couple deep breaths together, really settle into our bodies and into our space. So just for a moment, making any adjustments and let's close down the eyes together. Let's take a nice deep inhale all the way to the toes. <sighs> Audible exhale, letting that go. One more deep inhale into the belly this time. <sighs> and letting that go. Maybe just rolling the shoulders back, rocking your head from side to side. And as your eyes are closed here, just for a moment, noticing where your energy is. If your energy is still spread out around different people, places, events, or timelines, just bringing your conscious awareness back into your body, back into your space across all timelines to anchor in. Beautiful. Noticing any subtle shifts that happen as you fully arrive and come home to yourself. And now you can just gently open up your eyes and bring to mind what your intention is for our time together. (laughs) Good place to start, right? What is your intention for being here? Why did you sign up for this? Why did you click play? And first of all, I want to give you so much credit for even being here because a couple hundred people signed up for this and I bet half, maybe half are actually going to watch it. So I just want to give you a big virtual hug and appreciation for yourself, you know, for, for being here for yourself, for your growth, for your healing. So just take a moment, set your intention. Why are you here? You can even pause this. So you know, what's up, we're going to be talking about three steps to becoming an 
entrepreneur and living your purpose without feeling like an imposter entrepreneur. It's kind of difficult to say that word sometimes. Okay. So we're going to be talking a lot about energetics and of course the pillars of entrepreneurship. But I think what you'll really find is that entrepreneurship is very much a spiritual journey and an energetic journey and one that has so much to do with building our confidence and self-esteem so that we can take inspired action and move forward from a place of groundedness and fearlessness, ideally, right? So we'll get into it. And if you stay till the end, you have a chance to win a one-on-one session with me, which is really fun. I love to meet you guys in these ways too. It's exciting. Okay. So exactly. Again, I'm going to give you some tools that I have and some knowledge to hopefully empower you to overcome imposter syndrome and live your purpose in three steps. That's my promise to you. Okay. Let me, let me take you on a little journey for a second so that you have an understanding of what's possible for you. I think storytelling is such a powerful part of learning and growing so that you can see that all the people that you look up to, they weren't always there. They weren't always like that. I feel the same way about the people I admire and respect and look up to and what I'm evolving into. I always look at their stories. I'm like, what was their, what was their beginning like? Okay. So let's, let's just not too far back, but 2017, I, I was having a little bit of a existential crisis. Okay. Um, I was working with a startup company. I was freelancing, you know, trying to just make money while at the same time trying to make it as a struggling artist in New York City. I was trying to put out music. I was performing. This is one of the shots from uh, my music video for this um, song I did called Nonstop. It was so fun. I was having so much fun artistically creating. However, I was really starting to feel like I'm not living and breathing music. Like this feels more like a hobby and I'm getting joy out of it sometimes, but I don't see myself doing this for my whole life. I really took a life, uh, a look at the lifestyle of pop stars and people that really, really push the limits and really break through to success in music. And I had a moment of honesty with myself. It's like, I'm a Cancerian. I like to nest. I like to travel. I like my autonomy. I like being free. I don't, I don't really want that. Plus I just didn't have the passion to take it to that level, to be really, really good, to be honest. So I had to have a, a moment of being like, okay, what is my purpose? And that's when I really had a bit of a spiritual awakening, biggest spiritual awakening in many ways. And I went through a breakup, flew off to Thailand, and I stayed in Chiang Mai for a couple months and spent a lot of time near monasteries, talking to the monks in these spaces and getting to know the travelers that were coming and going and seeing what everybody else was up to. And it blew my mind about what was really possible for my life and where I had been boxing myself in. And the through line that I'd seen from my whole life was always coming back to spirituality, mindfulness, and healing. But I'd never thought that that was a possible career path. I was just like, oh, no, this is just for self-development. Never going to do anything with that. But then after that trip, I came back and I was like, all right, if I'm going to live in New York City, in this place that's kind of messing with my nervous system, I've got to really use it as a spiritual tool for evolution. So I started to look for meditation studios that I could start learning with and and teaching at ideally and and really get myself shifted out of the music industry and the tech world because I was working with tech startups into meditation. And this was like monk training in itself. I remember I was working at a place called Inscape and I met so many wonderful women and people working there. And that's when I realized, okay, 
this is my purpose. Oh my God, this is my purpose. People would come in to meditate and they'd always be going through some kind of um, struggle, human, you know, we're all moving through something. When we sit down to meditate, we're really working on being present with ourselves and we're all going through something. But when I would talk to people coming in to meditate, I was just yearning to help them and to give them tools that had helped me to overcome clinical depression, eating disorders, like super low self-worth, everything that a young woman goes through in the entertainment industry and in a city and just being a woman, right? Yeah. So I started to feel my purpose getting super ignited there. And um, I realized like if I could do it for myself, if I could heal myself from all these self-limiting beliefs, maybe I could help somebody else. But I did not know how that was going to take shape, but that's when COVID hit in 2020 hit. So here we are in the middle now. And, um, I had this opening, I went through another breakup at this time. It's so funny how like love and relationships and breakups lead to like breakthroughs. (laughs) So it's just interesting. So 2020, I got through, I went through another breakup and I decided, all right, I have all this freedom. I don't want to be in New York city. I want to learn a lot more about spiritual well-being and myself, and I want to see what I can do with this. So I got certified in Reiki. I started to take all these online certifications. Um, I remember I was in Lacey Phillips' To Be Magnetic program at the time. I started to network with people in there, but I was really in student mode in 2020. I was like getting certified in a bunch of stuff, studying behavior change, studying neuroscience, studying psychology and philosophy, and just like put myself in school again with all that extra time. Um, And I remember on the time I was also on those unemployment checks. So I was just like, great, I'll just study and, you know, take a breather for a minute, which was so nice for a lot of us that got to do that. Right. So grateful for that buffer time. Um, So I went on a cross country road trip. If you know my story, maybe you've heard this a lot, but took a road trip out to California thinking that you know, I just stay there for a minute, but I knew a lot of the the health and wellness folk were out there. And I was like, I think I could definitely learn something out there. And I felt a freedom and a calling to go there. And I knew Lacey Phillips, who I'd been doing TBM with, um, was out there. So I was like, if Lacey likes it, I should check it out, you know, because she was always talking about Topanga. So I ended up there thinking I'd stay for a month and then I'd bounce back to Brooklyn. But I fell in love with Topanga. And I started to meet all of these women that were telling me that they had either healing businesses like astrology, or they were coaches, or they were mentors, or they were leading ceremonies. And I had not seen any of that in New York. New York was not in the wellness world like that quite yet. Um, Topanga was and Santa Monica and Venice. And I was just like, whoa, people are making money. And this is what we're going to talk about too, a bit more is like, we're talking about money too, right? We're talking about turning your passion into your purpose into your prosperity because money is a part of wellness and a part of happiness and fulfillment. And I think to deny that is to do ourselves a disservice. So um, I started to unblock a lot of money blocks around this time of like, no, it's not a bad thing to create prosperity through healing, you know? So there was some shame unblocking to do with that. And I think those were the first steps into being like, okay, I could start to offer something um, and be, uh, paid for this and that would be okay. But it took a little bit of work, a lot of work to get to the point where like, okay, doesn't feel safe for me to receive money. I could, okay, let me work through this. But I was, I had all these expanders around me that were doing really well. Their clients were really happy and they were, they were my expanders. They were laying the roadmap. So that's where we were 2021 to 2022. Uh, I was in Topanga, um, and I launched my first, uh, confidence course that was just an online course 
didn't do very well, kind of launched to crickets, to be honest. I had no idea about strategy, nothing. Okay. I was just like, I thought that when I launched that course, and this is one of the, the campaign photos from it, I was like, oh, I'm going to sell it out. I kept having this buzzword of like passive income in my mind. I was like, I'm going to sell it out. No problem. Then I realized, no girl, girlfriend. That is what we would call wish marketing. You're throwing stuff at the wall, hoping it sticks, but, and you're just throwing it out there. And I realized I needed to study strategy. I really needed a business coach. So I uh, hired a coach to teach me about funnels and selling and how to perfect a sales call. And I started studying everybody else's launches as well. So there were some people that I was on their mailing list and I would notice that they would go through a launch and I would write down literally like, okay, they send this email out on this day and this is what their offer is. They tell stories in this way and this is how they do that. So, you know, you can learn so much just through observation and really writing it down and studying who you admire, like who's a step ahead of you. They're leaving clues everywhere. Like it's right in front of us. Right. So if we, if we can just take a moment to step back and look, you can learn so much, but so I was doing that, but I realized I really needed to invest in myself. So I, uh, I put a lot of money into hiring other women to help me understand business and to help me understand healing as well. So I was marrying both, um, business mentors and spiritual healers. So I had, I was working with this beautiful shaman and diviner to help me with that. I had hired astrologers. So I was like pouring all of this in together. Cause I just felt like I was in this, um, chrysalis phase where I was just molding and learning all these things about to like shoot out into butterfly mode. So, and then that's what happened. 2023, I left Topanga. Um, some of you guys know that story. It was a little crazy, but you know, God's plan. Anyways, I ended up back in Maine, not planning on that at all, but um, I've been in Portland for the last year and I decided I'm going to spend one year and I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to build this business and I'm going to make this really, really work. Um, because from 2021 to 2022, I'd had my first clients. I think I'd had probably like maybe 10 that year, you know, coming in. So I was getting my, getting my um, stamina up. I was figuring out exactly what I was teaching them. I was building out the formula for the calls, like everything like that. But it wasn't until I was able to come into this kind of sacred solitude here to really put my head down, focus and put it into action. So I had all this knowledge that had been building for the last, you know, since 2017 when I shifted to now. And then it was like, okay, time to go, time to put it to use. And all of my strategies that my mentors gave me and from observation and from testing and failing a lot allowed me to finally be able to make a living and more than a living, like actually start to feel a sense of prosperity come through. Um, now, I don't want to sugarcoat this because I think it's dangerous to say that you just launch a business and I, even this timeline makes it seem very easy and like it was all the easiest thing in the world. Um, it was really hard in, to be honest, in so many times. And that's why we're going to talk a lot about mindset today. It was really, really hard. And the difference between entrepreneurs that make it and don't, they just don't give up. The ones that make it just don't give up. It, it can be really difficult because there's some months when you, you aren't on a rhythm yet where you, you like have an influx of clients and you have too many, like you have to put them on a wait list. Then you have months where like, it's kind of crickets, like maybe around the holiday, you just don't know the holidays. You don't know. So you have to prepare and, and, and get ready for anything. And it can be really scary. And then all of a sudden, if you grow, just a lot of things happen. So I don't want to sugarcoat this into being like this big, easy journey, but that's why we have mentors. That's why we get help along the way. And that's why community is important so that you remember that you're not alone. Somebody else has done this and you can do it too. 
Okay. So yeah, that's the journey. And that's where we are today. Um, okay. So if you're here, this training is free. If you've even made it to this point, you're someone that's willing to roll your sleeves up. This takes action. This takes doing. You're willing to dive deep and start to dig into the uh, the subconscious mind, which is a huge part of this journey. Um, I would say like all of it is healing the subconscious mind and your belief systems. Um, you have the courage to take action and, and the bravery there, and you're ready to take your life to the next level and leave behind basically so much of the, the stories that are based in fear and shame. Yeah. So I think it's for you if you're here. Okay. So let's talk about the big, the big thing, how to overcome imposter syndrome. Yeah. Feeling like you're not supposed to be in the room. Like, what the heck am I doing here? Who am I to be speaking this? What is going on? And it really relates to confidence, right? Because the opposite of confidence would be um, imposter syndrome, vice versa. You know what I mean? So we're going to talk about it. Okay. So this feeling of feeling like an imposter I have found is kind of three pronged. Number one, you're unclear on who you are, like what you're doing here. That can let us lead us to feeling like imposters if we're unclear on our journeys and what we're doing here. Number two is comparing ourselves to everybody else. And this is this is not being in our sovereignty. This is outsourcing our power and comparing ourselves and thinking we're supposed to be somewhere else and be somebody else, which we all know doesn't work, does it? <laughs> and then this feeling of stagnancy, feeling stuck. And this is fear-based. This is whenever I feel stagnant or stuck, it's usually um, I'm terrified of moving forward or I'm terrified of making a mistake. So stagnancy, lack of clarity and comparison all leads to feeling like an imposter. Yeah. So first thing to tackle is this feeling of confusion. So maybe you're at a point where you're confused. You're like, I don't even know who I am in this world or what I want to do. Like, what would I even offer? You know, if I want to start a business, what would I even be doing? Or like, maybe if you already are in the beginning phases, maybe you're confused on how to grow that or expand that. So confusion is the first thing to start to, uh, to dive into. Okay. And this really relates to purpose. What's my purpose in life? Just like I was walking you through my story in the beginning of um, rediscovering my purpose and understanding what was feeling like a hobby or what was really feeling like my purpose. So this is, this is the, the, the question to ask, what is my purpose in life? So um, I'm forgetting his name, Rick. Mm, I remember it. I forget his name. He's been on these podcasts. Rick Rubin. I think he was talking about this with uh, Jay Shetty recently about purpose being less about happiness and more about fulfillment. Um, and what if you could feel, share that sense of fulfillment and that sense of peace with others? What if it wasn't just for you? You know, um, what if your fulfillment could be shared? What would that feel like? What if you knew that you could expand that? This is where we start to dive into our purpose, you know? Um, and this is where you can look at your own journey and ask yourself, what have I overcome that I can start to share with other people that would help them as well? And we can see this with, with all of our great thinkers and our great minds and our great poets and artists. They were able to overcome something difficult and share it with the world and make a big impact. Yeah. So Brene Brown is a, is a great example of that. Talking about vulnerability. She had to overcome that herself to be able to get up on that stage and have this big impact to talk about vulnerability and change the world. So, um, yeah, it has so much to do with what you have overcome and what brings you a sense of peace after having done so. So here's the question. What does fulfill you? What fulfills you? 
So for the next two minutes, why don't you just pause this video and then I'll keep going, pause it and journal what fulfills me and don't overthink it. Just do stream of consciousness for two minutes, time it on your phone for two minutes, come back up. Okay. Welcome back. <laughs> All right. So here are a couple of my beautiful girls. I just love them. I could just cry looking at their photos. Okay. I love these girls so much. These are two women that really took action. They started to understand what really fulfilled them and they transitioned from that place of confusion into clarity. Michelle is a great example of this. She knew that she wanted to be doing more energy work. She loves her family. She loves being a mom. She wanted to figure out how to marry all of this energy work and community and her family life and, and, and really bring that to the next level to challenge herself in a beautiful way. And she did that. And that was a huge part of that was just like owning her story and, and a sense of fearlessness to be moved through Lacey, same thing. Lacey knew that breath work had changed her life and she wanted to share that. So really with Lacey, uh, we've been just working on strategy with her to get her to the next level. And she's incredible. I mean, she's just quantum leaped. She's just unbelievable. I mean, I, I don't even get me started. My clients, I just feel like I feel like I never even have to have kids sometimes because not that my clients are my children, but I love them so much. I'm, I'm so proud of them that it makes me like literally emotional because it's not as a mentor, it's not me changing these people's lives. It's them. They show up to the container and they do it. And it, it's so inspiring. It's so inspiring. This is why, you know what, you can tell I'm in my purpose and fulfillment because it, it elicits an emotional response and it, it builds community. So I won't go on for too long, but I love them so much. And they have, they are examples of people and expanders that have taken action. Yay. <laughs> okay. Second issue we're facing lack of direction. So perhaps now you've got a sense of your uh, fulfillment. You understand what fulfills you, but now you're like, what do I do with that? Like, where do I go with that lack of direction, right? Where do I even begin? That's a big question. Like, how do I start? So maybe you're saying, I want to be a coach. I want to help women heal through um, holistic medicine or naturopathy or um, aromatherapy, something like that. Maybe you want to start a business as an aromatherapist, you name it. But the question is like, oh my God, where do I begin? So what we want to do is bring out this big question and bring it down into tangible action items so that it doesn't feel so out of control. Time to make a plan. Yes. Okay. So what I want you to do now, um, you should have your journal, right? If you don't, you can use your phone, anything. What I really like to do is put sticky notes together. I wish I could show you my, I have a whole board over here. I always have my sticky notes up so that they're really active and they're there. So I want you to choose a goal that is attainable in one month. So for example, if you are ready to start a business as um, an aromatherapist, for example, maybe action item number one is put up a new Instagram post telling your story and why you love aromatherapy, okay? Action item number two, maybe you write your first newsletter and you figure out how to get your newsletter off the ground and you look up platforms that could host your newsletter, okay? Maybe number three is you research, you do some market research to figure out who else is having this kind of business um, in, in this world and, and what are they doing? Research them and write down some key takeaways after you research them. You get the gist. Uh, maybe action item number four is taking a course on it or something, you know? So pause this video again and I want you to write out your action items and, and really do this, you guys. I hope that 
this can be active for you because this is the difference. It's the people that actually write it down and then do it. But first step, write it down. This is the clarity that, that we all need. So I do this very often. I do this. I check in all the time to make new action items and new plans and, and to keep the momentum flowing. So write these down, pause this if you need to. For a moment, imagine with me actually living your purpose having your passion be your source of prosperity, feeling fulfilled when you wake up on a Monday morning, excited to work for yourself and excited to share your gifts with the world and to change your clients' lives. If you're like me, you have a big vision, you've got big dreams for yourself, and perhaps you're ready to exit the matrix, this nine to five hamster wheel of life, and you've always wanted to work for yourself. You've always wanted to create something bigger. I completely understand that feeling. That was me five years ago, but I just didn't know what to do. I remember looking around being like, how the heck do people have a business? How do they get their first client? How do they start a podcast, launch a newsletter, do a launch campaign? Like, what the heck is this? And I thought that people just knew how to do it. But the reality is it's not some magic that happens. It's strategy. There is a step-by-step process that you can learn and integrate, and you have this within you to bring it to life. So this is exactly why I've created the business mentorship. And I use a very specific method that I've created over the years called the passion to purpose method that has allowed me to go from struggling, making no money, having no clients yet to being a magnetic entrepreneur that is booked out and completely working for myself. And it's such a blessing to bring this program to you. So if this feels like a full body, yes, if this is really resonating on a soul level for you, just head to the description below. I can't wait to see you in there and meet you. Thank you for tuning in back to the episode. Now, level two, put those goals in your calendar right now. Go into your phone and go into your Google Cal or whatever calendar you use and put them down. Due dates. So if you're making an Instagram post, put that down in the due date, put it in there, put it in there. Okay. And then I want you to send me um, a DM on Instagram. Tell me what your four action items are listing your four action items not your goals, your action items. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Goals should say action items, (laughs) but you get it. Great job. Couple more just beautiful client success stories. Jenny is a great example of this. I will never forget doing a session with Jenny. We got our sticky notes out and Jenny like masterminded on the wall and like figured out all these things she needed to do to launch her insight timer meditation um, classes. She started teaching locally. Uh, she got her Instagram off the ground. She's just a powerhouse. She really did it. And Samantha is another example of somebody who really sent it, bro. Okay. These are women that take action and they're industry leaders. Like they're just doing so well. So all of these beautiful people, um, look them up. I forgot to put their names, but this is Jenny Mayo. This is Samantha Costantino and they're fantastic. If you want to meditate, go to Jenny. If you want to, uh, to strengthen your intuition and go to Samantha, they're just, they're stellar. Yay. I love showing you guys those, those people, those women, women, because they're expanders. I want you to understand that, um, you're capable of doing what they're doing as well. And each of them have a different niche. Here we go. Now we're into scarcity mindset, which is our Um, next big and perhaps our biggest roadblock to success with entrepreneurship and career expansion, you name it, scarcity mindset. 
this is what I hear people say all the time. There's just not enough room for me in this industry. And I could never compete anyways. I'm not good enough. Okay. I'm not good enough. Okay. Let me say a couple of things here. First of all, maybe you've heard this before. You don't need to be 10 steps ahead. All you need to be is one step ahead of your ideal client so that you can just show them how to close that gap and keep moving forward. Okay. You don't have to be the best in the world. Just be a step ahead. Secondly, we don't hire people because of their credentials and where they went to school and all these things. At least I don't. I hire somebody because of their energy and their lifestyle, because I want to emulate what they emulate. I want the lifestyle that they have. I want the peace that they have. And I know that they can show me how to get there. So it's, I don't, if, if I saw two people on paper, you know, that had the exact same credentials or whatever, I would choose the person I energetically aligned with. Okay. So don't get in your head too much about like, oh, I'm not ready yet. I don't have the creds yet. All these things. Like what have you learned that you have overcome and that you have embodied now that you could teach? Yeah. And then, and then the next level is like figuring out how to teach that and you can do it. Absolutely. But I want to encourage you that it's not about there not being room. This is an energetics thing. People are going to align with you based on your energy and your essence. That's, you know, that's, it's like friendships, relationships with our clients. It's, I think about it like kind of like dating and friendships. Um, we're building relationships that are intimate and compassionate and honest and have a lot of integrity. So once you come from that place, your clients, your soulmate clients are going to be a match to your, to your energy. It's really cool to see who comes in too. Yeah. Okay. So let's just, one more thing about that too, is we need more healers. If you're here, you're probably interested in healing or creating more beauty in the world and bringing more love and light and joy. And there's nothing too silly that you could even think of. Like if you are here trying to raise the vibration of our planet and heal the world as a collective, we need you. We need you. I wish all of us were in the healing world so that we could live in a different more loving world. So let's get this scarcity idea out of our heads. Like we need you and we, we need 10 times the amount of us. Okay. We need everybody on this, on this path of love. Seriously. Like, yes. Okay. So this is where we need to rewire the subconscious mind and start to take a look at those deeper belief patterns that are telling us like, there's not room for me. I'm not good enough. Da, da, da. Here's my favorite tool. Maybe you know this. Um, and I've got a bunch of these on Instagram too. So we're going to do a quick little tapping session for abundance and success. Okay. And if you aren't familiar with tapping, um, it's called emotional freedom technique. It's also, you can also refer to it as psychological acupressure. So what we're doing is we're doing positive affirmations and positive self-talk as we actually tap on our bodies. So it's super easy. You're just going to repeat after me. It's super easy. It's Simon says, we're just going to do a couple minutes of this. Okay. So just repeat after me starting here. I'm taking full responsibility for my own well-being. And I choose to love and accept myself. I choose to see myself successful. I choose to know that I am worthy and deserving of success. There is plenty of room for me because I am part of a larger whole. 
I am part of a cosmic family that is infinitely expanding. There will always be space for me. There will always be community for me. There will always be love for me. And as I see that truth in myself, I see it reflected in my outside world. The more that I love myself, the more the world loves me back. I am a powerful creator. I am a master manifester. And I'm choosing to expand my beliefs to allow more love, to allow more magic, to allow for more prosperity. Even though I felt restricted in the past, I'm choosing to let that go now. I've been told before that I'm too much. And I've also been told that I'm not good enough, not qualified enough, not smart enough, not pretty enough, not cool enough. I'm choosing to see all of that as a projection a projection from other people living in fear. And I'm choosing to forgive the past. I'm forgiving myself for believing those harming thoughts. I'm clearing those limitations all the way back through my past. Clearing those limitations all the way back through my lineage. All the way back to the beginning of humanity. So that we may all heal. I have always been enough. I will always be enough. I will keep going because I'm deserving and worthy of a fulfilling life. I'm ready to turn my passion into my purpose. And I'm allowing myself to be successful. I am allowing myself to be prosperous and receive money for my gifts. Money is just energy. And when I have more money, I can do more good. Because I'm a good person. So I'm allowing myself to be successful. I'm allowing myself to be wealthy. I'm allowing myself to be happy. And I'm choosing to be at peace.
for the good of all. And so it is. Okay, just check in, take a deep breath, have a sip of water if you've got it nearby. We always move around a good amount of energy doing that. Great job, guys. Okay, I love doing EFT recently. Recently, it started to feel, um, I hope this doesn't sound weird, but it feels like I'm channeling it more and more. Like I used to get tripped up and now it's like, yes, we are flowing. Okay, you can do that anytime. Practice it with yourself. You'll get better and you'll get into flow as well if you aren't already there. Okay, moving along. (laughs) Here's a quote that I love here. Business is not separate from spirituality. It's an opportunity to practice mindfulness, gratitude, and conscious decision-making. I think so much of the time we have this guilt or shame in our minds around making money and also being a conscious human. So there's a lot more to be said around wealth codes and allowing money and moving more out of that scarcity mindset. So I would encourage you to watch that EFT tapping back a few times, even go on YouTube. Brad Yates is my favorite guy to tap with on YouTube and, and do some wealth tapping for that. Because honestly, we're talking about business. We're talking about entrepreneurship. We're talking about making money. And money is extremely triggering to people. Um, and it can be triggering to move through ourselves. Um, I've definitely faced this more and more as as people get familiar with the fact that they can work with me. Um, you know, just people that don't know me or something that may say, oh my God, how can you make money doing this? It's not okay. So it's an opportunity to be conscious, to be kind, and to notice where we still have our own blocks and then help the world heal even more. So um, that is to say again, this moving towards success in business is is a spiritual journey. It's not this big separate factor. So letting go of those stories that shame us and understanding that we know what's best for us. We know. And if we can remember our goodness and our integrity, it's hard to go wrong from that place. So, yeah. So here are the pillars of entrepreneurship that we can just explore a little bit together. But here's what I think makes a strong entrepreneur and what I'm working on daily. Because I know I'm just I'm just at the beginning, I consider. I'm so excited to see where I end up in 10 years from now. But these are these are what I like to keep in mind as the pillars of entrepreneurship. So I think we really tackled the imposter syndrome, which is like the base of it all. It's like having the confidence to go toward your dreams, knowing that you're worthy and deserving of it, getting that clarity, taking action, excuse me, making a plan for that. And now we're going to talk about a little bit more of the basics here. Okay. So first of all, know your mission, go back to your purpose and know how you're going to emit your purpose into the world as part of your mission. So when you, when you leave this, take, take notes of these, you know, maybe you pause with each bullet point and and brainstorm a little bit to just a brain dump about what these things mean to you and how you can start embodying this. Know your mission. What's your why? Why are you here? What are you doing? Okay. Number two, market research. This is really important. This is where you can find expanders, people that inspire you. And actually a funny thing is even look at the people that you feel envy around and jealousy of because they're your expanders. They're showing you the way forward and they're showing you your potential. So be grateful for those people as well and research them. How did they get to where they are? How are they doing that? Research it. Get your branding down. Decide on your colors. Decide on your font. Study again, study the market. What are other people doing that you like? How do you want to differentiate yourself? What's your vibe? Um, and then figure out how you can create consistency with that vibe. Get into Canva. 
play around, use your creativity. Um, you can have so much fun with branding, uh, create mood boards, get into Pinterest, but branding's really key here. Um, and it really speaks to your audience and your community in ways that you might not even think down to like using the same font in all of your stories, like is important. It programs us to be familiar with you. So even those little things, the colors that you use, the patterns that you choose, the lighting that you use, like all of this goes under branding. And it's about, it's really psychology that you get into with branding. Okay. Sacred selling, start to get comfortable with selling. So if you're somebody that knows what you're offering, amazing. So now maybe your, your mission and your, your task is to get comfortable offering it and understanding that selling is not dirty. Selling your gifts is going to help somebody else. It's only going to help them. And it's not like you're forcing anybody to buy from you. You know, it's not like you're putting anybody's hand to a flame and saying, buy from me. No, it's beautiful. It's an invitation. I want to invite you to look at selling as an invitation into your world. And what a blessing it would be for other people to enter your world and heal with you. You know, it's a, a relationship that you're building. So selling is not a dirty word. So whatever you need to do, research, research selling. Think about how to sell from a place of authenticity. And one thing I'll say about that is I'm leaning much more into positive reinforcement with selling. So, um, you know, notice what makes you feel good when someone else is selling to you and what you actually end up buying. Like, how did, how did you as a customer end up buying that product? What did you love about the process? What made you feel seen? What made you feel like a full body? Yes. Study it and see if you can replicate the selling process. Yeah. Couple other things, persistence. We talked about this in the beginning here. It's like the ones that make it are simply the ones that do not give up. You're gonna fail a lot. We all do. I've had moments, I've had months, like where I'm in a pit where I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna make this work. Where is my next client coming from? Maybe I should just give up. Maybe I should just be a freelancer or maybe I should just get a nine to five again. But that thought gets less than a millisecond in my brain. You know, it's like, you are on a mission and you're here for a bigger purpose and you can do this. And the failures are not failures. This is research and development that you're going through. So maybe refer to this as your research and development stage in your life. If you feel like you're struggling, like this is a very important part of building your character and building your business as a result of it. Number two is building community, get around community of like-minded people who understand where you're coming from and what you're trying to do and what you're trying to build. Because if you're in a room with people that don't understand you and are laughing at you and get annoyed when you talk about things, like how are you supposed to grow in that environment? Like you bloom where you're planted, right? So if that means you need to move somewhere where you can really shine and grow, girl, go for it. If there are guys in here, I love you. Welcome. Um, okay. And then be the authority. Be confident in taking up space and sharing your wisdom. You know, don't apologize and don't second guess yourself when you're speaking, like just own it. Like, of course, there's people that know more than you. And of course, there's people that know less than you. It's like, we all need to help each other. We're all at different phases and chapters. So be the authority at your current chapter. Own it, girl. And then financial literacy. Just like we we're talking about with money and beliefs, money needs to feel safe with us to move through us. So really open up your spreadsheet on a monthly basis. Maybe you do it on the first of every month to really check in with your finances and ask yourself, okay, am I blocking money here? Where can I be more uh, fluid with my money and be more open and receiving um, and get to know your numbers, really know your numbers. How much are you making every month? Like, where is it coming from? 
can you increase this somewhere? Like, what, can you X off this? Like, get to know your money and bless your bills. Bring that beautiful energy into your into your money world. Okay. Health is wealth. Take care of your body because you're going to see your that you show up on a whole other level um, when you're healthy, when you're nourished, when you're sleeping well, when you're exercising, when you're even dressed well. Like you're going to feel better and you're going to show up very differently. Like this really, really matters. I noticed that my business does the best when I'm the healthiest and the happiest. Okay. And then embodying the student. This is a lifelong journey of educating ourselves. There's always something to new to learn. So I think maybe this could have been rephrased as curiosity. Always stay curious. Um, and this has a lot to do with staying humble in a good way of just being like, there's always something to learn. And you can be the expert and the student at the same time. That yin and the yang, that marriage there can always coexist. So I'm always trying to think about how can I, how can I be a better person? Honestly, like, where can I look at my triggers, understand them as teachers, and then teach it to you guys, you know, and not expecting yourself to be at the height and the pinnacle and this enlightened master at all times. It's like, my goodness, like, this is this is life, we're always going to be going through this. So just give yourself some grace and understand that it's a beautiful part of the journey to be constantly educating ourselves as a gift, and keep that curiosity at the forefront mental strength, fortitude, again, just not cracking under the pressure. So whatever you need to do there, I think exercise is a big part to do with this because you have to, you have to do the hard thing when you exercise, which will train your mind to be resilient in business as well. So I'm working on that too. And then refine. So month to month, check in what worked this month, what didn't refine, refine, improve, tweak, change. Life is change. Life is change. It's like that Chinese proverb. And as they talk about chi, it's like, the stagnant body dies. We want to always be in motion and moving and refining. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Hey, my darlings. So this is all leading up to the business mentorship, which I'm just so excited to be offering. You could probably tell I'm obsessed with business because business is this spiritual journey. Um, and it's so exciting to see when people get out of their own ways with the mental blocks, the action that can happen and the empire that can be built. It's incredible. All right, my friends, thank you so much for being here and hanging out today. I hope you're feeling inspired and lifted and called to action in some area of your life from a deeper place of confidence and self-worth. Yes. So as always, let me know what your takeaways from this episode are. If you feel like a friend might benefit, share it to your stories. I'd be so grateful. I'm so grateful for you always as it is. And there are free resources linked in the description below, as well as of course, the application to sign up for the business mentorship and so much more. I'll talk to you next week and have a beautiful day.